Alright, so today we're here with Guala. Uh, we're going to get to know brother as far as his music, as far as his uh, goals and inspirations. Um, he is from the St. Pete area, so you know he might be familiar to some of you, hopefully. Uh, so those of you who are not familiar, you're going to get to know him by the end of this interview. We're definitely going to get to find out how you can get more of his music uh, and, and make sure that it hits your library. So without further ado, let's, let's, let's go ahead and jump into it. So uh, Guala, how, how old are you uh, at this point? Uh, I'm 24. 24, okay. Uh, and, and how long have you been at your craft at this at this point in your life? Uh, you mean as career wise or just, you know, in general? Uh, just, just in general, like even even from when you first picked it up and may not even took it seriously. Man, maybe about 16 years. OK, so so you really you were you were in music as an early age. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, when's the earliest moment that it hit you that you wanted to do this professionally? Um, in middle school, um, my final year in middle school, and just freestyling with people and seeing how much better I was than them. You know what I mean? So I was like, shit. You know, people telling me, man, you need to rap, man. You need to be a rapper, man. You, you know, so just hear what it is. I took it, you know, I took it around with it. All right. How much time do you get to uh, dedicate to your to your music? Uh, would you say it's like uh, do you set aside time to write, or is it more like when you get the urge, you got to make sure you don't hit the studio while you still got that fire going on? Um, I pretty much write something every day. You know, I try to write something every day. Um, cause I don't I don't want to write for me. I write for others too. So, you know, I try to be as creative as, even even when I ain't got nothing to write about for me. I try to, you know, at least focus on, you know, them as well. I understand. I understand. Okay. Um, what, you know, we all have those days where we uh, don't necessarily feel 100% or, or even 80%. On those days, what is it that motivates you to keep to keep your eyes on the prize? Um, seeing other people make it and doing things with their grandmamas and their mamas and traveling and all that and me being stagnant, not being able to do as much as I would like to do, you know. So, yeah, it, just feeling bad about feeling bad ain't got nothing compared to feeling bad about not being as successful as you want to be. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I definitely understand. So it sounds like you are definitely definitely hungry as far as you definitely want this. Just definitely want this to work out. And that's and you, I definitely feel like you have to have that hunger in order to make it to the top if that's where you're headed. So, um if you can go back to the beginning of your career, you know, because you are established at this point, based on the knowledge that you have now and the experience that you have now, is there anything that you would whisper to yourself, maybe to focus more in a specific area or to, or any opportunities that you feel might feel like may have been left on the table that you would take now or explore? Um, honestly, man, no. I wouldn't tell myself nothing because I wouldn't be I wouldn't be who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like if I can go back and warn myself or try to like low-key prepare myself or not, you know, no, everything, anytime that I got caught, 
you know, in the blind, the time that I was just off guard, you know, struggle here, struggle. I needed that. So I ain't trying to cut no corners. Definitely appreciate that honesty, my man. Okay. Uh, at this point, have you done any live performances? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, do you know how you? Let's think back. Let's think back to your. Uh, let's think back to your first live performance. Uh, and sorry about that. It seems like you know as soon as you hop on here, everybody wants to wants to call you. All right. So, uh, let's think about your first live performance. How did you feel before you took the stage? How did you feel when you were you know actually during the show? And and how did you feel immediately after coming off the stage? Well, my first performance was on my birthday, my freshman year in high school. So before I was like happy, you know, it's my birthday, I got my dogs here, we finna, you know, gonna do our thing and nothing. But shit, when I got on that stage and we got the rapping and it wasn't necessarily that we weren't good, it was that we were, what we was talking about, the crowd that we had didn't really, you know, couldn't really you know, connect with that. So shit, they booed us off stage. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody everybody catches it once. Everybody catches it once. How does yeah. how did that make you feel? How did that make you feel after? Oh my God, it felt awful. It was my birthday. <laughs> yeah, it felt, felt horrible. You know? That's that's what's up. All right, so I guess you you already caught caught me on this next question because I was gonna ask if everything when is expected, but it sounds like y'all didn't expect that to happen. So is there um what did it teach you as far as uh you know going forward, what to look out for, or what to or what to take from that? Um, what I didn't know then. What I know now is that that was teaching me about marketing. And as an artist, you know, you can't just get up and perform in front of, you know, certain, you can't force your, your style, your music, your craft, your culture on a certain amount of people. So once you understand that, then you can also understand that you can't determine your level of success due to the crowd that don't connect with you's response. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I never felt like I was garbage. Because these people that ain't never lived in the hood, they never seen or did what I did, didn't connect with me. I don't give a damn. I just had to learn that it ain't for them. And if you want to be able to make money out of that area, then you need to develop diversity within your craft where you can make money off of them and, you know, the ones that can relate to you. That's real. That's a real introspective and a business perspective look at it. So, yeah, I could definitely. You know, you say you're 24, man. You're definitely so much further than, than I would say uh, a lot of artists that I that I've you know happened to talk to as far as with that mentality. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so uh, everyone aspires to be the greatest of all time in their craft. Who are some people that you believe may influence your particular style of delivery? Well, I mean. Um... Cause that's like people don't influence my style. Events influence my style. Like you know, what I mean, your influence doesn't have to be a person. Like man, the shit that I've been through influenced my style. Like I don't, you know, what I mean, like if I grew up around liars, I get on the mic and be lying like a motherfucker. That that if that would have influenced me to be a liar. But I grew up around real niggas, OGs. You feel me? And that influenced me to be that way, despite whatever the style you may, you know, however you want to, you know, categorize it. It would have just been authentic. You know what I mean? I understand. Definitely. I always try to preach, stay true to you. So yeah, I definitely understand what you where you're coming from with that. Uh, if you could do a collab with any artist, dead or alive, it could be a combination of, of artists who are dead or alive. Money's not a problem at all. Uh, who would be on the track with you? Oh man, Pop, off top, Tupac, Biggie, 
Um, initial hustle. But I can go for days with that, man. That, that's, you know, ODB, Pop Smoke, old, you know, Old Dirty Bastard, Pop Smoke. Who else, man? I mean, I, mean, I can do this for days, man. Like, you know, I, I like to be creative with that, you know, especially with hip-hop, you know, because it's so new as a genre. So it's like, there's no wrong. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you know I mean, if you listen to classical music or, like, you know, opera, it's been around for so long that you can tell when it's off. Hip-hop ain't been around that long. You know, let's be creative. Have fun. You know? For sure, for sure. Okay. Um, if the if if the bag of the contract was right, is there a major label or artist label that you'd be willing to sign with us? As, you know, what I'm saying, and what would be your terms? Hell no. I mean, I wouldn't. I just that's just not something that I'm looking for. You know, like that would have to come across me. I wouldn't. I would never go looking for that. You know, because to me, it's not about the like. I have my own label. So I, I was, you know what I mean, like, like low key switching out. <laughs> you know what I mean, gotcha, not saying gotcha. that, not not saying that you can't fin- finesse the game, and, and you know what I mean, in, in return, you know, you know, finance your own business. But for me, I, I wouldn't want to, like, man, I'm a I'm, I'm a normal citizen, and I work a job, I work for somebody. Like, if I make it, I don't want to work for no damn body. It don't matter. Like, I'm, I'm to, it's to the point where I'm done. I'm not working for nobody no more. Man, you're you're a breath of fresh air, man. I I really appreciate you for keeping the water on this for sure, because I I I know exactly what you meant when you said that. I mean, that's what inspires us all to get our own. You know what I'm saying? Because you you do get tired of waking up and, and punch the clock on the next man when when you could definitely be getting that check yourself. So I I, I respect that. Uh, let's say you wake up tomorrow, and and this and in this question, this your world, we just living in it. We're just trying to get you know your perspective. Uh, let's say you wake up tomorrow, the phone rings. And and it's the best call of your career. Tell me who's on the line and how the conversation goes. It's my older brother who just called 15 years in prison telling me he he, he home. Fuck that. I don't need nothing else. We good. We'll make it work from that. We good. You feel me? Yeah. That's real, man. That's real. All right. Uh, at this point, uh, because you are established and because you know you do have a, a following, are you open to doing features or collabs with upcoming artists or artists who are, are just getting into the game? And if so, when they contact you, what do they need to have in hand for you to know they're serious and not wasting your time? So, so with that, my requirements are very specific because I've never charged anybody for a feature. I don't do that. I don't feel like my career is in a place where it can help you for me to charge you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I want to charge you, it be something for something else, but it wouldn't be for that no feature. You know, working together, I'm going to charge you. You know what I mean? But what I would require is proof that you do this consistently. Like, I know a lot of motherfuckers do want to do a song with me, and it be their first song. I know I'm not, no. <laughs> I don't have that time for that. You know what I'm saying? I don't have no time for that shit, bro, at all. You feel me? Like, and I need to know that because it's not about just even people who do have songs. It's not about just rapping good. Like, are you gonna be on time to the show? You know what I'm saying? Are you can can you can you you know communicate you know through through the business world without being the tough guy, the thug, the nigga who gonna shoot the spot? Can you go in here and win these you know what I mean these, these arguments with your words? You know what I mean? Can you do that? Can you can you can you be sharp minded? That's, those are the people that I want to do a feature with, you know, and, and if you don't have it, you know, I might be wrong. I might I might not see it in you, but, you know, I'm I'm, I'm going to play it safe. Tell you that right now. I don't feel like you developed, you know. 
I understand. So it's definitely there's got to be a level of professionalism about them. Right. Got you. Got you. Okay. What is the uh? See, these next questions, these are more uh, of personal questions because you know everybody don't get your time. So these are more for like those those sit back on the couch questions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, to get to know you as an individual. This next question I always have an introduction to because I've heard some things. But I've had to not not about you, just about I've heard, I've heard some crazy, heard some answers. crazy answers. So I've always so, had to uh, make sure that I give this introduction for this next question. You want to give me something that's radio ready, nothing that's going to indict you, nothing that's make gonna make us make shirts. You know what I'm saying? Free my dog and nothing like that. But what's the <laughs> craziest thing that you've ever done, and would you do it again? Um. Damn, what's the craziest thing I ever done? That you can talk about. Let me put it that way. Oh. Um Dang man, cause my answer is gonna be so whack. So it's like it ain't gonna be nothing that you expect. You know what I'm saying? Like Nah bro, it's it's like what we asked for, and that's okay, why we love cool. no offense, it's for you to be one hundred percent honest. The craziest thing that I've ever done was hopping into this music shit without guidance when I was young. And no, I would never do that shit again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I would never. I wasted a lot of time. You know what I'm saying? I wasted a lot of time. I understand. I understand. All right. Um, what would you say has been your biggest mistake so far in life, and what did it teach you? Um, my biggest mistake is feeling responsible for other people's responsibilities. You know what I mean? And that took a that took a lot of my focus away from my own, which played a part in my delays in my career. You know, and it, it taught me that if a motherfucker really love you, then they won't low key blackmail your friendship. You know what I mean? Like saying that oh real friends would do this, real friends, you know what I'm saying? I know Famous so I'm glad that you actually brought that up because, boss man, let's. I've never heard anybody put it that way, but yeah, you know, a real friend's not gonna put you in that in that corner where you gotta you have to feel obligated to do something to keep a friendship. So I've I've never heard somebody put it together just like you put it together. I'm glad you I'm glad you said that. Um, what's uh, let's say let's say you get a call, you know, Gwalas wanted to perform, you know, saying overseas. You know, but for some reason the internet on the plane is not working like like it should. But thankfully, you bought those 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 five top favorite movies of yours. What's in the bag, boss? Uh, five top favorite movies. Set it off. Uh, let's see. Set it off. Damn, definitely set it off. Uh, I'm trying to think, man, because I really I know I I got a lot of favorite movies. Oh, Seven Pounds, Will Smith. Um. Um, dang, man. Yeah, set it all. Avatar. Oh, Dead Presidents. Yeah, on top. <laughs> Definitely. Dead Presidents. And da-da-da. Jackie Brown. Samuel Jackson, Jackie Brown. So, you got, you got one more. Oh, I got one more. Uh... Uh, one more, one more. Um, damn, well, that's crazy. Well, I mean, because I don't want to just throw anything out there, but uh, pay the fool. 
100. Man, you got, like, I got to say, man, you got the most unique list. N- nothing, like, nothing against or nothing, but I'm saying you got the most, you got the most original list. I haven't heard anybody, the only one that you named that I think I've heard before, uh, you know, and, and, and from different people is paid in full. So you definitely got, you definitely got an interesting perspective on life, man. And, and that's why we, that's why we asked to kind of see where you, you know, your mind's at. Um, what, what's something you can't go a day without doing? Uh, listening to music, that's a fact, you know, I can't go a day without that, you know. You know, I, I know exactly what you mean there, dude, because I, I always said I'd rather go, not that I want to do either, but I'd rather go yeah. blind before I go deaf, because I, can, yeah, I, I can't, yeah. I can't live a world without music, you know what I'm saying? Of course. All right. So, um, what's, uh, and, and this next question we asked, because... Hopefully, you know what I'm saying, this will inspire uh, different artists to maybe reach out and do different things and make things possible. But different people are raised different, and we never want somebody to show up and immediately do the one thing that's going to make it impossible to work. What's your biggest pet peeve? Like, what's that thing that even if if your mom does it, even if even if your love of your life does it, or if a stranger does it, it still bothers you and rubs you wrong the wrong way, no matter who it is? You mean as, as far as being able to, like, this 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 could be a deal breaker as far as working together. Like 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 it's just immediately I don't like this nigga kind of stuff. <laughs> like like just oh, it, it, oh, just oh, okay, yeah. get the business. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, uh, some coon ass shit, coon shit. I hate that. Anything where a black person is attacking black people for the position that they in. Like oh, all niggas want to do is hang on the block. All niggas want to do is sell drugs. All niggas. That right there, that make me not want to work with you because you can have sympathy for a Asian country when it's a, a tsunami. You can have sympathy for the Jews when it's a Holocaust. You can have sympathy for China with coronavirus. But your own people, you can't find a drop of sympathy for the position that we're in. That's all it takes is a little bit of sympathy for you to turn around and realize that the position that we're in, we were put in. Like we didn't wake up one day and say, you know what, we just want to go, we, we want to stop being, you know, a civilization, and we want to be thugs and whoever. No, we didn't do that. This was placed, and it was done perfectly. So when I see a nigga who may be informed or misinformed or, I mean, what I, I don't really give a fuck. You know, if you can't come up with no good argument behind what you're saying, it just looked to me like self-hate. And that right there, self-hate, I'm not, like, even with females, like, I could see... You, you, Jamaican chicks talking about bleaching their skin or chicks talking about getting sew ins and permanent hair. And that's self hate. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. Man, you, you sound like, bro, you sound like a revolutionary, but you actually sound like somebody I hang out with. I don't know if you, I don't know if you've uh, heard of uh, Golden Child Cam, but we, we tend to do these episodes, man. And I, if, if, if the time permits, hopefully we can, uh, Maybe get you on the show, because yeah, I I really believe, man, we have a lot to talk about and discuss. So just from the my, answer, yes, sir. That's so that's my cousin. That's my blood cousin. What <laughs> you know? I'm not I'm not surprised that you say that, cause bro, just just the just the conversation, bro, and how we like, man, that click. I'm telling you, I I, I could I could I could see the the kinship in it. You know what I'm saying? So all right, all right. Uh, so who's 
who is your favorite historical figure? And that could be anybody from that could be anybody who ever worked walked the earth. It could be anybody from an athlete to an actor to to, to a historical re- revolutionary to any, anybody. Who's your favorite historical figure? Um, I mean, really, if to play it safe, I would say Malcolm. You know what I mean, Malcolm X, most definitely. But the only reason that I wouldn't choose Malcolm X over Nat Turner is because sure. Malcolm is because Malcolm used religion as his fuel. You know what I mean, Nat used spirit. You know, it don't matter what religion, what place you're from, whatever. You know, you gotta have the heart to get out here and fight for our freedom. I mean, not no, I'm not going to turn the page such and such on chapter such and such and such and such to prove to you that 2,000 years ago some dude with a beard told you. I'm not going to do all that, bro. Are you tired of oppression? Okay, right. let's go. I don't, need, I don't need to know your favorite color. I don't need to know what the fuck what you believe. I don't care about that. Are you tired? Are you tired just like I'm tired? You know what I'm saying? So that's the only thing. That's the only reason I would choose. Now, other than that, Malk would definitely be number one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know? But I think, I think he realized that during his last days, you know, that religion was something that was that held back his full potential. All right, all right, all right. So, uh, what's a uh, what? It's, it's hard to jump into this next question after after talking about something like that. Where that's the kind of conversations I like to get into. You know what I'm saying? But but for the sake of the right. interview, you know what I'm saying? Let's keep this pushing. Uh, what's a food that you could not live without? If you had one dish you had to eat for the rest of your life, what would be that dish, my man? Oh man, for the rest of my life, damn. Uh, I'm gonna be so real with you. Ice cream. <laughs> I know it's sad. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it so you, real with you. If you can see my freezer, bros, man, you would laugh. Your at, bro, I, you know, how, you know how a freezer is is, is uh, split off, bro. Yeah. On the top half of my freezer. We got all kinds of ice cream gallons, all kinds of, all <laughs> kinds of the, the, the strawberry shortcakes on the stick, all so kind of like, like, man. Sometimes I'll be in there looking like, man, where we gonna put this meat at, man? You know what I'm saying? Like, dang, man, because cause we can't let the ice cream melt. Yeah. <laughs> you know hey, you can't let the ice cream melt. You can't do that. <laughs> man, I understand, man. I understand. All right, so. What are uh, what are some of your own personal goals in the next five years? What are some things you hope to accomplish before that? Um, a lot of people will be like a Grammy or you know I don't give a fuck about that. All that stuff is popularity contest. You know, it looked nice on the wall. You know, but me, I I care more about just economic development. You know, every person around me needs to be a business owner, and if I gotta do that and I gotta bust down, then I'm gonna do that. And no matter what you do, you're going to own it and you're going to run it. You're going to go to school. You're going to learn it, whatever. That's my goal. It's because, you know, I want everybody to be in a position where five years from now, we all can make a group five-year plan. And then now we got a Fortune 500 company. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. Man, my my boys, man, listen, your people, whoever you've been around, man, they raised your right, man. And I can can tell it from the old school. You heard me like – like the, the conversations that you have and the mindset that you have at 24 years old, man, is something. I, me and me and me and uh, me and uh, Cam was actually just talking about this, man. It's something that's rare. It's like like a dinosaur, man. You know what I'm saying? So you definitely, you def, man. It makes me proud to even do this here with you, man, for sure. All right. Um, if uh, if your life was a movie or a book, what would be the title to it? Oh man. Um, 
Hey, boy, my life. Put a movie or a book. What would be the title of it? <laughs> That's funny. I ain't never heard of that. Everybody, everybody ask me shit like that. Hey, I told you it's um, one or two. Um, if it was, if it was that, I mean, if I had to name it, you know, because I write scripts and stuff too. So if I, if I had to name my movie, it'd sure. be back in the day. Back in the day. Man, if it, if it, if and when it comes out, I want a ticket. That's for sure. All right. So, uh, if in the uh, if in the future we ask to interview you again, would you be willing to come back on the show as long as the schedule permits? Because I I can see you blowing up, man, and not even not even on a, on a on a popular thing, but just on a real thing. You know what I'm saying? I can see people definitely relating to you as a human. So if the schedule permits, if you've got that time, would you be willing to come back on the show with us? Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right. And then, uh, how can how can how can people get more of your music uh, and to follow your success? Well, how, what's your what's your uh, your social media handles? Well, uh, how how can people reach out and definitely make sure they follow? Well, they can. Uh, I'm mostly active on Instagram more than anything, so they can follow at Big Gwella uh, or B I G underscore G U E L A. Um, my SoundCloud is just G U E L A. It's Guella. Um, my Facebook is Guella Guell, G U E L Y, and then G U E L. And um, I have a lot of, I got a couple albums and a couple mixtapes on my SoundCloud. But as far as the newest music, it has been released on hard copy or CD. It's not really distri- uh, uh, distributed on um, plat- plat- uh, social platforms due to. Um, me having legal, you know, issues for the last two years. Um, gotcha. Okay. All right. So, uh, it's, it's always man, and I, and I'm actually dreading it now because it's been such a it's just been such an entertaining interview, boss man. What's the what's the what's the track you're gonna leave us with, and what's the motivation behind it, boss? Oh man, um, Ballypar Native. That is one of my favorite tracks because I'm just describing the things that I see in my community and everything that I talked about in that track happened and the majority of it happened in one night. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know, sitting outside and just writing and war zone. One hood, another hood, blah, 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 blah. Front of my house. <laughs> I'm on probation and I'm just trying to walk light and I'm writing music and, you know, and then later on that night, um, a, a, a youngin that I know I ain't gonna you know do nothing like that ended up you know up in a pistol and scared the shit out of me you know? mm-hmm. um, and until he realized that I was somebody from Bali and then you know he was like damn picked all my bad and then walked off I was like what the fuck but then I was like man you know what I'm right this track you know Bali part native because damn it if I wasn't no Bali part native that might have been it you know what I'm saying that might have been it. One hundred, man. Well, so y'all, this has been this has been Matt Emerson with Gwella, y'all, man. I'm glad that y'all stuck around and got to know brother, man. As you could tell, he's definitely got his mind on his shoulders. He's definitely got. He's a visionary, a revolutionary, and, and, and through his music, I hope y'all connect to him. So, without further ado, here's that Barley Park native, and y'all, and y'all make sure y'all t- y'all look this brother up and follow him, support him, and uh, here you go.
nigga. Violet Pardato. Gotta point up to God when they asking you who made them. Got a problem what I said, but you ain't saying it verbatim. I don't hate them. Cause soon as they said me, bitch, I hate them. I don't bite. I don't cop it, no style. I'm in my own lane. If you can't wait, then go around. Yeah, this 1300 block. Every day it's going down. Shit, why we even talking? Bitch, I know you ain't my round. I ain't trying to smoke nobody. Cause we smoking by the pound. He with me, that's my dog. That's my motherfucking hound. I ain't hanging with no pros. I ain't hanging with no clown. I'm posted over cuz he from the other side of town. I don't hang around too many cuz our thoughts are not equal. You riding for your hood, but ain't gonna ride for your people. I ain't talking about shit. I ain't, ain't trying to hear shit. It's over, dog. Done out here. You mind well clear. Don't think this here pussy cuz a nigga let you slide. Cause five years ago, your ass probably could have died. For the sake of my family, there's some things I had to hide. Shit, I'm smarter than the average and they know I'm doing fine. She told me she in love. I'm like, oh, you lying. I sent my dog at you and your dumb ass hit his line. So go back to the lake and go on get you out of duck and tell your brother fuck him you know i don't give a fuck smoking straws in my balloon i'm like that must really suck when you smell that gunpowder you a fool if you don't duck bitch they hanging out the windows lay the chopper on the roof they ain't worried about your vest cause your head ain't bulletproof i ain't pumping up the violence i'm just spitting you the truth and i'm so good at it that shit visual to you but when you live in it that shit spiritual to you cause funerals of our time is really just to you when it's killer be killed nigga what the fuck you do either you gonna smoke him or hell he gonna smoke you the history of my pain is really just an embarrassment They took everything from us and they made us into savages But I'm the Lazarus, bringing back all of the culture from the dead And slide the beat with it, that's gonna fuck with their heads And for doing that, that's gonna get niggas prepared For the retaliation that causes them to be scared I'm keep it on yeah Hey, I'm tired of killing my brother Yeah.